now, it's time to get far out with Todd Perry. If I won the Super Bowl, it would be Mama, Grandma, Mama, Grandma, Jesus Christ, Mama, Grandma. Would be the the whole thing when I when I win the Super Bowl. Buck Perez. Wait, I'm sorry. We're talking about Ryan Reynolds. What's going on? <laughs> Is that what's going on? And from the rotating gang of cigar store Indians, Kira Hessel. I like me a bruised stripper. <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Far Out Podcast. My name is Todd Andrew Perry, and at the right of me is the great Buck Perez. Andrew, how are we doing? Uh, doing just fine there, right. uh, Buck. <laughs> and uh, to my left is the great Kira Hesser. Hello, everybody. Who has a job to do at this point? <laughs> I do. I've been assigned a task. The crickets are in the show tonight, yes. Yeah, so we, uh, I, I initially invited Kira down here for her comedic chops. Uh, I met her doing a show at the Comedy Store in Hollywood, and I uh, thought she was really funny, really cool. And But what this has really morphed into is she's got right now a, uh, a rake, and when the crickets start acting up in here, as they do each summer here in the Fine Fire Garage, it's her job to whack the wall. Yes. So now I have to do exercise instead you, of comedy. <laughs> right. You, you've been promoted. <laughs> Gee whiz, I wish, Todd. I wish it was my job. Oh, hold this on. on cue. Hold on, everybody. On Wait yeah, for that seriously, joke. Seriously, on cue. The crickets. Okay. Yeah. All right. Very good. All, all right. All right. And that's how long it takes every time. So, Kira, <laughs> Kira, uh, re- refresh the audience's memory of you real quick. So, you, you stand-up comedian. You've done improv, yep, right? Yep. I've been doing stand-up for only for like six months now. Um, started in December. Did improv before that. Got really sick of it. <laughs> and uh, switched over to stand-up because I could tell my own stories. But you know the the funny thing is with with the improv people like I find that they end up becoming really uh, tr- like what, what are you doing, Buck? They be- they become like really trained type of personalities where it's like uh, if I said how's it going, Kira, like well you know what, and you would have this big wind up and a big pitch and totally end up especially in things like this like a podcast like end up not sounding like natural human beings. No, it's all like uh, so I feel like speaking to improv people are like um, having staged conversations. Like it's all like really big and they're always trying to win the conversation. Right. Like, it's not a one on one. Hey, who are you? Who am I? It's I'm gonna win this. I'm gonna win this with quips, quips, quip, quip, quip. I'm gonna make a joke. Hey, hey, hey. Blah blah blah. I'm gonna build on that, then tag it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, it's like the difference yes, between. And- have it, yeah, having a professional conversation versus actually having like real people talking like we try to do here on this show. But uh, Kira's going to be with us for the next couple shows, so it's a pleasure having you here. Thank you. And uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. Uh, uh, by the way, Kira is one of the good ones. As uh, Barbara Bush would say, um, Kira... Uh, <laughs> Buck, just... <laughs> Are we already quoting the Bushes? <laughs> yes. We're getting right in there. And Barbara at that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, wait, by the way, I love this. It's uh, right before we get ready to do the show. Uh, we check our levels. Buck goes, I'm going to talk like this. And I go, great. And then Buck's first couple of things, he goes. <laughs> <laughs> Real low. See, well, I got to build up. He got Plus, shy. I'm concerned about the uh, crickets. I'm, I'm worried how it sounded right now. And we're just going to power through it. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to go through? It's we're campfire podcast. Yeah. Uh, but, but Buck will do that. And then suddenly he'll start nodding off like a heroin addict toward the end <laughs> of the show. And then I got to edit it later because Buck's just like, well, you know. But seriously, right, right now, it is it is a very hot condition in here right now, right? And yeah. it, it is like, you Tropical. know. <laughs> it, it, it is tropical but it is like a euphemism um, it's like a police interrogation room with the lights and everything like this I feel like you know you could have worked on making a good cop homier. bad cop you know <laughs> yeah. sitting here sweating it out you know it's not good I'm not gonna interrogate you yeah I know but Todd might 
That's true. Well, just depending on how the show goes, we'll see. Uh, but but Kira is one of the good ones because she's from Chicago, Illinois, this right? Came came out to LA to do all this fun stuff, right? Yeah. And, and most of the time, especially as uh, Buck and I were LA natives, we're from the LA area, and what happens is there's this whole crew of people, and it's like people always say there's like there's assholes in LA, but it's not the people that are from LA. Because the people that are from LA are like me and Buck and like... Oh, uh, sure. You're pawning it off on the immigrants now. <laughs> yes. And, and it's like me, Buck, and Cholos are the only people f- actually from LA. But like That's all right. the people in Santa Monica, West Hollywood, all people came to make it in the industry and all become the asshole people that no one likes in LA because they were the most important person in, you know, bumfuck Utah. Right. And then now they demand respect on right. Santa Monica Boulevard. Right. Someone told them they're hilarious at a couple parties and they thought, whoa, whoa, I can make a career out of this. This is what I'm going to do. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry. We're talking about Ryan Reynolds. What's going on? <laughs> Is that what's going on? We don't need it. But uh, my uh, stepdad came out here from England and he went to Chicago first. Oh. When he came here, out here from England at like 17. And then he took a train from Chicago to LA. Yeah. He's getting his, uh, what is it, passport stamped and everything. And the guy says, oh, where are you going? And he says, oh, I'm going to California. He says, ah, California, the land of fruits, flakes, and nuts. Right, and right. <laughs> And that's basically what it is, right? Yeah, yeah I, I'd right. agree that's, with that. Yeah. That's, it, yeah, there's three kinds of people out here. Yeah, I, I think Buck would be a flake. I'm pretty much a flake. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. shit! Uh, Getting real well, talk. I'm in there. I'm yeah. in. I like to be a fruit. It's either a fruit or a nut. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Can you like, be a nutty fruit? Uh, what? Like, so if what's like a fruit a then? I mean, you're not. Uh, well, you, just you, like you, a super sweet, lovely guy. Is that the fruit? yeah? No, maybe. No. <laughs> Uh, maybe self-involved ah. and uh, goofy, maybe. Self-involved and goofy. Wouldn't goofy be nutty? Ah, there's a difference between goofy and nutty. All right, all and right. Like, um, Gomer Pyle is goofy. Okay. Right? Um, Melissa Rivers is nutty. Okay, okay. You get me? Oh, yeah. It, I don't know if I want to be any of these. Yeah, yeah. So, you, well, pick your poison. You'll be one of the three. You stepped into the labyrinth. You're right, so. I did. Um, I choose, well, if Melissa Rivers is the nut, then I'm going fruit, I yeah. guess. <laughs> Must go fruit. <laughs> Must go fruit. Buck Flake. Steer yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> Pressing on, uh, we yeah. do have a topic today. Oh. Uh, I, I've, I've had, okay, it's funny, Akira's coming in on the first show, and immediately we're, we're going heavy with this one. Uh, what happened earlier this week, uh, I had a death in the family. And... I'm sorry, you never told me. Yeah, I, I I'm sorry too. I've been keeping it quiet. It's been just a couple of days. Uh, my grandmother was 93 years old, oh, pre- no. pressed on, left a mortal, mortal coil the other day. Mm. And, uh, you know, it's 93. I mean, it's obviously upsetting when you're losing a family member, but it's like, it's not like it was a shocker. Right. You know, it, it was it was coming. So, but it was it was very sad, and um, you know, obviously, you know, she helped like raise me because I had, like single parent family, you know. So mm-hmm. it's uh, definitely an emotional experience. But what happens is, uh, aside from that, you you get to uh, go through the wonderful, joyous experience of going to mortuaries and uh, and going through all this. So my head's been kind of set on a, a lot of death going on in my head this week, so why not fucking talk about it? Well, let's bring it on, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> let's tackle death. Yeah. <laughs> the last great frontier. What other podcast, because, because by the way? Because it is a comedy podcast. <laughs> right. You got other people that are talking about yeah. fast That could be food. funny. You know, they're like, oh, wait, you know, uh, what we've got on today, we've got Richard Jenny mm. on the show. Or, you know, they, well, he's dead. Mm. But Bill, Bill and Ted's bogus journey was hilarious, you know? Yeah. I never saw any of the Bill and Ted. Never saw. Me them. neither. I know. I know. God. I know. How old are you? I'm sorry. Twenty-seven. Uh, that's 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 why. Should have seen it. <laughs> that's too much of a classic. Oh wow. 
So, and, then, and I was at a memorial service for a friend's mother like yesterday. So, like, I, mm-hmm. I've, I've, I've been in a deep uh, meditation about uh, my own mortality and that of others. But I did have a funny experience in all this. Uh, I was at a mortuary in a uh, beautiful city of Hawthorne, California. Very good. Yeah, yeah. I was over by the Hawthorne Mall at a mortuary. And uh, my mother and I were there to, you know, do the death paperwork and all this stuff. And uh, what happened was my mother and I were talking with the woman who works so goes, would you, would you like to um, go, go in a little private room or whatever? I said, oh, thank you very much. So they put us in a room and it just happened to be where they're prepping for an open casket ceremony later on that day. Hmm. So my mother and I sit down in a room and there's a, a coffin wide the fuck open with some like old Latino man. Oh, man. Just, just just his head ready. sticking out of uh, some various comforters and quilts. Like, I don't know. Like, it was kind of like head detective from, like, In Living Color. Like, it was just a head. It was just an old Latino man's head. And I was like, oh, my God, Mom, we're with an open casket. So you couldn't see the rest of the body. All it was showing was, like, cut off at the neck, yeah? Yeah, I mean, he could have been yeah. one of the victims on the Indianapolis, like, in Jaws. Like, you know, <laughs> and everybody got their legs bitten off. It's like that one Guns N' Roses video with the, the chick. Remember? I think it was October Rain or something like that. She the one like, Guns N' Roses video oh, with on. the chick? Oh, come on. The one with the dolphins at the end and shit like that. But all I remember is the chick was in a casket and she had some weird thing on it. That McDonald's commercial See, with you, the hamburger in it? Well, you're you're a big Guns N' Roses fan. That's why I'm making fun of you now. Is that what's happening? Hey, I, I was into them. You weren't, so stop, I making, stop making fun of me. I, well, I was never really into Stop them. making fun of me. <laughs> can't wait on this, you guys. No. Stop it, Elliot. Stop it. <laughs> Well, I, yeah. So wait, I said, so have you been to a lot of funerals, or is this kind of like the first? I, I've been to a couple of my life. Okay. I mean, it's not like I'm a regular, right? You know, it's not like I have a booth at Canner's funerals. You know, I, I, you know, but it was weird. I'm sitting there. My mom's kind of bereaved, so she's not noticing. It's like uh, dead, dead body, dead body. She's like, oh, I don't know what kind of urn we should get. I'm like, dead, dead, dead body. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, just saw his head, and I went up to inspect to get close. Of course, because you had. Yeah, because it's not like, okay, normally when there's an open casket, you're amongst other people. So yeah. you can't, you, you don't want anything weird because other people are watching. Mm-hmm. Maybe you want to really look at the corpse and... <laughs> you don't want to do anything weird, but now that no one's there, you're going to do something weird? It's just me and my mom. My, my, my mama loves me. <laughs> my mama loves me. She wasn't paying right. attention to you yeah, at this exactly. point. <laughs> and she loves me. Like, if I won the Super Bowl, it would be mama, grandma, mama, grandma, Jesus Christ, mama, grandma would be the, the whole thing when I, when I win the Super Bowl. But, oh, wow. Yeah. But, but anyway, so I was, I was inspecting the corpse... And paying respect. And paying respect. Doesn't yeah. sound too respectful to me. <laughs> well, I mean, anyway, inspect away your respect. Inspect. It's trying to make it a nice thing. Yeah. I know. And then, and then I had to buy an urn and a receptacle for the ashes and Buck just... Of the Latino guy? No. no. <laughs> Oh, How much? There was a jump there. Jesus. Oh, How much for this man? <laughs> I, know, I know his family you, you like, loves You him. like shelled out. <laughs> yeah. I like this. Yeah. I want to cremate this. Yeah. I, would like, I would like this body for my home. <laughs> May I have this for my backyard? He would go very nice next to uh, the fern. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we, I, I go through all this. And then, you know, I, I, I've been forced to really kind of think a lot about death. And I, I don't believe in an afterlife whatsoever. I... Uh, I'm uh, not into that. I'm not in that camp. I'm the, eh, no, kind of, I, I figure we wind up just like we were before we got here. I'm thinking death feels a lot like what life was like for me in 1976. 
<laughs> okay. I, I feel. <laughs> During the Nixon administration of my life will kind of be like when I was dead because you know, I wasn't there. Because you were born in 77. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or, uh, right after Carter got in. Uh, but anyway, so. Very political uh, embryo. Uh, yes, I was very political embryo. I was very liberal. Very liberal embryo. But the, well, actually, I was very conservative in the womb because I didn't want to be. Uh, Aborted. <laughs> I knew you were going to go there. Yeah. Death. If, we, if we didn't show about death, we'd talk about abortion. Too, sure. Right? Bring uh, it all in. So then I went to an abortion clinic. No. <laughs> no. So I, I don't know. I was just going through all this stuff and it was real heavy. It was just, you know, weighing on my mind. So um, I figured that we could, um, in an attempt to uh, get through this all, this thing called life, we can go over. I found a list online of the top 10 most unusual burial rituals. From David Letterman? Uh, yeah. It's always top 10 with you. I know. <laughs> top 10. We're, we're ripping did, them off. Did, didn't, you read, didn't you read the top of the podcasting 101 book? Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> if you can't book Richard Lewis, do a top 10 list or wacky news stories. Okay. Right, that's how you make a podcast. But uh, there are, I mean, there is, I mean, the way we celebrate life and death and everything in our culture is kind of interesting it's like i went to a funeral once and they called it a homecoming celebration like what religion was that black ah <laughs> oh that Going religion back. yeah Going back. yeah there i don't it was a black funeral and they called it a homecoming ceremony it was a white guy though but all his friends were black and so they made the program <laughs> it was kind of like i was at a memorial service was the there other- a king and queen <laughs> like a prom yeah <laughs> King and queen of the That's black. That's what I'm picturing. Yeah. yeah, like you elect somebody. Yeah. Like a Dio de los Muertos kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. This may be Paul's funeral, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. It's a party. Right, right, right. <laughs> Get some shots. Uh <laughs> Well, that's what Irish Catholic funerals are like. Right, it's the bulk of my first funeral experiences were parties. Right, who who is this? Well, um, my mom's Catholic uh, and her dad was Irish, so it was all so many of them. She's a huge family, and so many cousins, whatever yeah. aunts, great aunts died when I was young. So I just remember a lot of drunk people at the dinner afterwards. So, you know, we'd all go to the funeral, cry, then they'd all go out to dinner and get totally shit-faced. Just S-faced in a whole major, yeah. like, Chicago, yeah. cold yeah, Chicago. Irish people <laughs> yep, kind yep, of yep, yeah. Is it just, a, is it a restaurant or just the bar of the restaurant? Uh, you know, I remember a restaurant, but I can't imagine they brought me to the bar part, so right. yeah, the bar probably played the most significant Bring the kid. Part. Yeah, bring the kid. Yeah. Sit her alone. That was my Chicago accent, by the way. <laughs> Wait, do it again. Bring the kid. It's pretty good. It's, it's horrible. <laughs> hey, hey, Tad, what are you doing in L.A. for? What's that? That's Boston. That's true. Exactly. No, they yeah. <laughs> Every accent we do out here is the Boston accent. Yeah. We, yeah. we just think it sounds... Which is East great. Coast. That's my favorite accent, you know. That's the most annoying. No, I think it's great. What are you going to do? Chop me up and feed me to the poor? How you like them apples? Right. That's, That's too nasal. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay, you... Okay. <laughs> uh, uh, okay. Well, I only know the you know, basic ones. So, you know, pack the car. Come on. Get in the car. Pack the car. Have Where the fuck are you? Have it square. Not yeah. too far from the yard. It's bad on women, but I think it's good on men. It's one of it those. It is hor- It's rough on... I saw yeah. Sue Costello, the comedian. Hmm. She was in The Fighter, and I saw it at The Laugh Factory. Oh. And yeah, it was like, oh, oh, it was like daggers. Oh, really? And then it's, there's always a lot of cigarette smoking that goes on with that <laughs> yeah. also as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, in China, number mm-hmm. 10, mm-hmm. they have a funeral with strippers. What? And uh, being dead can be such a bore. So I want to go. <laughs> I, like the, I like the writing on this one already. <laughs> uh, unless there are professional strippers at the funeral. In China's Dong, Donghai, D-O-N-G-H-I, Donghai. Donghai. Sounds Donghai. Native. 
uh, Funerals are actually status symbols. A dead man's reputation and honor is considered to be directly proportional to the number of people who attend his funeral. So the relatives hire strippers to pull the crowds. (laughs) Uh, Just like random people, yeah. Yeah, it was like... uh, That'd be kind of fun, though, right? To have some, Ooh. like, whores at your, at your wedding or your, your funeral. It'd be great. Whores at the wedding would be better, but whores at the funeral, <laughs> even better. They, yeah. they, they lower the casket down. Yeah. And it's like, ladies and gentlemen, the solid gold dancers. <laughs> so they hired strippers to bring the crowd of their, their own crowd or as an incentive for more friends to attend? To get mourners, yeah. Yeah, mourners. Maybe professional oh, mourners. Oh, I guess okay. They're saying it's a it's a status symbol, yeah. like to have people at the funeral. Yeah, yeah, like you, like say, Buck, only like four people showed up to your funeral. It'd be like a weak sauce. Uh, like it's a, it's a solid four. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's good. <laughs> you consider that a good mom, Pen, Deb, and then uh, what about the guy uh, to your left? Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd come. <laughs> he might. He might. Come. I think I'd come. He'd be like, yeah, I got work. But then, but then you you might be afraid though because when no one's around and it's just me and your corpse. Yeah. I might like go through you your might pockets go, go or and inspect it like that, <laughs> yeah. like that Latino guy, and then you cremate me when I don't want to be. Yeah, yeah. like the poor Latino man, unwilling cr- cremation. Yeah. <laughs> but the hookers, I, I like I like me a good bruised stripper. Hopefully, if mm. I have strippers at my funeral, wow. Yeah, yeah, strippers always have. They're always in dark. That's the location. first time I've heard this sentence. <laughs> I like me a bruised stripper. <laughs> yes. This should be your album cover. Yeah, <laughs> hat cocked to the side. Yeah. Got my grill on. Yeah. I like me a, a, a bruised stripper. Yeah. Now, we once had a stripper car wash for a radio station I was working at. Okay. And strippers in the daylight, uh, they, they all look like they, they've been hit by cars. Right. Oh, wow. There's this, yeah. there's this place, uh, I'm not saying they were strippers, but it was called uh, Bikini Espresso, which opened up close to my work. Oh, it yeah. It was awesome. But yeah, during the daylight, there was something to it. You know, <laughs> they, they, they did look kind of beat up. Right. Like, you like, can't. This is before my coffee. You know, <laughs> I'm in the drive-thru, you know. Nobody's ready for that. Yeah. It's, yeah no. You wouldn't even go in to see the bikinis? It was a drive-thru well, espresso thing? The chick outside with the sign. Oh, you know, The bikini was already. So, you know, I, I had to be at work at 10 minutes. I had to get my coffee. But Guys, Plus, it was like stupid. the other way. <laughs> I had to go around the block to go back to where I was going. Just, the, the just people, the wait, bikini wait. espresso. So, the people, the people making the coffee are not bikinis. Yeah, they're in bikinis. But you can't they, see them. They were. But you just see from like the head up, right? Well, you can look in when you're in the drive-thru. <laughs> so there's I this know. voyeuristic Plus, drive-thru thing. Yeah. When, I go to well, Mac- I, I when I go to McDonald's... Ten minutes to be at work, people. I want to get... That's why they're bruised. They're being scalded <laughs> and burned by flying espresso all the time. Well, let's just say this place is not open. It was open for like, I think, two months. Uh, yeah. But I was a customer. See, I've been to McDonald's a billion times, and I could never tell you like, man, I went to McDonald's and I saw some titties. Like maybe like there's a well endowed woman working at the window. I I would never know because it's you just see a head. Right. Like the Latino man in the coffin. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Straight dome, dude. No, no, it wasn't that. You got a good view. Could have been on, <laughs> could have been on a stick. Just He wouldn't have gone a whole block out of his way if it was uh, a yeah, exactly. view. And what the hell kind of good money making ass stripper is up at five in the morning? Exactly. Unless she stayed up all night. Yeah. A professional one. I'm not saying she was a stripper. I'm just saying chicken and bikini at five AM. Number nine, uh dancing with the dead. Uh, believe it or not. Cricket stuff. Keep keep going. Keep going. The louder you get, the less you go. go. The Malagasy of Madagascar take. Well, I guess that's a tribe. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, take the dead from the graves and jive with them. They the dance belie- with them. Yeah, they dance with the dead. Hmm. Uh, the belief behind this ritual, called Femenda Haniana, is that the spirit of the deceased joins its ancestors after the body has decomposed. Nice. 
So it's kind of like, you ever see the movie Everyone Says I Love You, Woody Allen? Yes. Where the ashes begin dancing, like they're in a funeral home and the ashes come out of the urns and they start dancing and they sing the song that's later than you think. Whoa, don't remember that scene. Mm. Good scene. No uh, and no. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking when they're they're passing around the corpse at this event, it's kind of like the chick you didn't want to dance with at the sixth grade dance. Like you see her walking towards you, like oh fuck, <laughs> trying to make can't your embarrass way. my family. Yeah. But once the corpse, someone's like, "Hey Todd, dance with," and they're moving. Oh, no, 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 I'm no. good. This is like that interview with the vampire scene where the Kirsten Dunn's mom dies, and then Brad Pitt dances her corpse around. Mm. That happened. Yeah. Hold on. So this is a contemporary tribe. This isn't even old timey thing. No, this they is, still do this. This is real day. They still do this. In Madagascar. It's fascinating. Yeah. That's awesome. And gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Count me out. Yeah. Well, we have a big separation. I mean, this obviously is, you know, respecting the dead enough to touch and dance with them. They probably can't be too fearful of it. I wonder if they want to do the freak. Like, how are you dancing? It's like it's, it's a nice minuet is playing and you're doing a waltz. They're doing the electric slap. <laughs> <laughs> Because they've got that over there. Exactly. Do, do they have the dead person on a stick? Or are we they need like, some YouTube clips. God, it's two weekends of Bernie's for me. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do that shit, you know? It's two weekends of either. All right, number Jesus. eight. I know. I got some modern movies. Now. Off the show. <laughs> shit. <laughs> I've ruined it all. Already. Uh, have you guys seen uh, the third uh, Thin Man movie? No. No. Um, <laughs> Sky Burial, number eight. Ooh, liking this. Yeah. Tibet's harsh climate and stony ground makes burial a near impossible task. So Buddhists in Tibet often go for a sky burial where the body is chopped, mixed with flour, and left to be eaten up by a scavenging bird. Mm. They believe that the body is just a vessel for the soul and should go back to nature. Exactly. I feel that way. You know what? Yeah, I get that. Would you guys handle that one? Like you'd have your body, like uh, someone get bite like a slap chop. Do they handle chop? it? Yeah. yeah, I mean, you don't have to chop yourself doctor up. doctor do this? You have to chop? No. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. It's a doctor. I mean, I mean, it could be anybody. I like the idea of going back to nature, but I don't really want anything to do with that. I'm chopping up a dad or... Yeah, well, I'm just imagining if we adopted that here, mm. you'd go to Home Depot and they'd do it for like 25 bucks. <laughs> like, you know, replacing your pro propane like some guy would come out and just you know four good wax and then you mix it with flour and then we'd have to find a, a vulture or something around here yeah probably have to go out to lakewood to find some of those yeah right yeah <laughs> some vultures around here uh i you know the funny thing did you ever hear the story of a guy named kevin carter it's mm. a manic street preachers wrote a song about him but obscure but uh what happened was there's this guy and he took a photo like in africa he was like an Eng- I think he was an english and australian journalist and he took a photo of this starving child that was like walking down a road trying to get to food at some point it had like the distended belly and the, the flies around the child and then a vulture was standing behind the child basically the vulture knew that the kid wasn't gonna last long and kevin carter took a photo of the vulture behind the child which appears to be, it's a haunting photo, and like, you mm-hmm. know, it's one of the most famous photos ever taken. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about now. But the guy didn't, like, help the kid out. Right. Like, and they don't know, I think the kid ended up dying and probably getting a sky burial by the vulture or whatever, but, I mean, I don't know. I mean, that's Do we whole... know what he did after he snapped that photo, though? Exactly. I mean, that was like... I think he did nothing. He ended up killing himself. Because what? people found out about it, and he realized he was such a huge asshole that he just ended wow. up killing himself. Wow. wow. Lesson learned. But yeah. <laughs> 
being a, being a photographer. <laughs> okay, Buck, you're a Don't professional. Don't make that being, mistake, a Buck. being a photographer, yeah, I would I would help help out the. I'd take the shot. But then but I would you help make the, the move. Kid. You help the kid. Yeah. Like, you go to some inner city schools, Buck, right? <laughs> yeah. Well, like you go, like you go deep much. into Inglewood and you take class photos. Now, if any of the children yes, were, we do. were, wait, do you? Is this real? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. That's one of my jobs. Yes. <laughs> cool. And like, if any of the children were starving, right? And you're like, wait, I got to get this shot. You it, <laughs> maybe take the shot and then give the kid a sandwich, or, right? You know. Then you give him a Twinkie because they won't eat anything but junk food nowadays. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. The school lunch program is pretty crappy. Because oh, Jamie yeah. Oliver hasn't come to Inglewood yet. Ja- Jamie Oliver? He, come, he goes to school. No. Yeah, so he did this whole thing where he's revamping school lunches in England. And I think he thought oh, he was bringing it to God. America, but maybe not. Shit, they should start in LA. They should start in England. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. We don't revamp shit in America. No. <laughs> Anybody whose idea it is to come in and change things in this country yeah. is uh, really barking up the wrong tree. Yeah. Like, bastard. Just keep going. Just no, keep going. No one here is interested in improving anything. <laughs> no. Yeah. We're, we're, we become a culture that's really into kicking the can down the road. Like, that? Move on. We'll pay it. I swear to Christ. It's, you a, know. it's amazing to me. Like, my whole life, especially when in school, I was told I was irresponsible and, you know, never did shit on time. And now that I'm an adult, like, my government, you know, does the same shit. I think, well, we have a month until, you know, the budget goes on. It's like, they should have hammered that shit out. You yeah. Know? Yeah. yeah. You're getting happened? paid to do that, <laughs> you know? If, if I did my job as inefficiently as these people, like, if I showed up to work and, and, and eh, it, it's, it'll be due when, I'll turn my work in when I feel like turning my work in. It, it just wouldn't work out, right? Right. Anyway, uh, okay, we got number seven. We got the Tanya Toraja funeral. Hmm. Funerals in this region of Indonesia, by the way, it's this part of the world that's very creative with the death. Yeah. Malaysia, Indonesia are big affairs. The burial ceremony is accompanied by music, dance, and a feast. Understandably, death here is an extravagant occasion with a huge price tag, so the relatives of the deceased are given a reprieve. They need not bury the body within a couple days. They can wrap it up and keep it in their home while they save for the wake. This saving can take weeks, months, or even years. years. Thank you, Buck. Until then, the corpse is treated as a sick man and included with the daily routines and conversations. An actual burial takes place later when the family can pay for it. I think it's more the status coming in. You wait years until you to save up the money for a proper goodbye. That's the story. Yeah, yeah. Save your your family's cash strapped, or um, Uncle Mustafa has been gambling all your money (laughs) away. That's not an Indonesian name. Yeah, (laughs) I think so. Sounds Indonesian. Sounds Disney-ian. Sounds Donesian. <laughs> That's Mufasa. My, I know, but it's pretty close. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that would be that would suck because like you'd be like, you know, what if you're like the kid in this family and like maybe it's grandpa and you're like, Dad, could you like, like pay to like get the corpse out of the fucking house? Like, and, and you're just posting them up. Just again, there's a lot of weekend at Bernie's humor. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Is number two like the weekends of Bernie? <laughs> is that what it is? In America. Number two is go to the movies. <laughs> exactly. I'm on Long Island with uh, John McCarthy or whatever that fucker's name was. What was his name? Andrew McCarthy. Andrew McCarthy and David yeah. Schwimmer. No. David Schwimmer before David Schwimmer. Really? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. I don't know. The can't wait in here. See, we can't concentrate because Todd's like playing Tron right now. What are we doing? <laughs> It's Jonathan Silverman. I'm sorry. I don't know any of those. Wow. Dude from Give Me a Break. Exactly. Impressive. I like that guy. Where did he go? That's why I hang out with Todd because I make a lot of mistakes and he'll just correct me out <laughs> like that. No problem with it. Yep. Didn't that guy last show? Elliot, just finish the bit here. We got, we're doing the Twitter plug. The at Todd I Perry. 
no, but seriously, right? He was never a uh, quarter in the court. Come on. Okay, come on, man. I'm just saying, I think. Three, two, one, and go. Connect with the show on Twitter at Todd A. Perry. T-O-D-A-P-E-R-R-Y. All right, so uh, now we got to number six here, and that is a dazzling death. I guess there's a company called Life Gem, and uh, they offer people the chance to turn their dead loved ones into synthetic diamonds. Oh. Where's like this? ground them into diamonds. That makes sense. Yeah. And, and that goes from thirty five hundred to twenty thousand dollars, depending on the carrot size. No shit. Would you like that? Like, uh, let's say no. for girls. No. <laughs> for girls, that's not you know because girls like diamonds, don't you? No, not all girls like diamonds. <laughs> girls like literally diamonds. today. My friend and I were deciding to sell her a diamond necklace. She's like, I don't want this. I don't want real real jewelry. What am I going to do with this? Oh. Just gonna, uh, I, I, wi- I wish that I don't all know women, women at all. Yeah, I don't know women at all. I would be a couple a couple grand uh, a little more flush in the pocket right now. You'd have just... another eco friendly lawnmower yeah, instead. I, I exactly. See, I can see women doing this, but not guys. I don't want to be a diamond. <laughs> no, you're a diamond in the rough already. Diamond. Shine on you, crazy diamond. <laughs> exactly. Huh? Now I think here here's where this would be interesting. If let's say you purchase the corpse. Of a dead celebrity, right? Like, this is some ultimate shit you could do for, like, a woman, right? You'd be like, here's a diamond. And she's like, oh, wow, it's a diamond. You're like, no, it's Gary Coleman. It's Elvis. Yeah, it's Elvis. That is, like... I think that thoroughly defines you as the nut of Los Angeles, and you get immediately broken up with. (laughs) And that's the end of that story. Not to the fruit. Oh, true. I think some some women would be into that. What if it was... I think that applies to really creepy old rich people. What if this was Amy Winehouse? Oh, oh too see, soon. I'm hitting below the belt. Yes, I am. Oh, Throwing it out. Game yes, changer, exa- game, yeah, exactly. Maybe. <laughs> see, this show's going to come out right after, like uh, five days after. So I'm I was sorry. like, sorry, yeah, dated material. No, no, it's. I mean, it's not dated. It's like a. I'm still reeling, Todd. I know. <laughs> well, I feel bad. I don't want to make light of the fact that no, poor, poor I'm Amy. I'm not. I'm pressed not. out of the mortal mortal sphere here. It's okay. Buck's got big plans. Yeah, we're, we're got big plans for <laughs> number five: uh, fantasy coffins uh, in Ghana, uh, nice part of the world. Um, people say if Elvis would have died, he would have been buried in a guitar coffin. So evidently, residents of this uh, suburb they bury their dead in fantasy coffins. So like, um, possibly like being that I make my living as a writer, uh, maybe like I would be. Buried in a typewriter-looking coffin, oh, or a bottle of booze, or or something like that. Like, uh, if you had your fantasy coffin buck, what what's it gonna be? Like, what? Like, like? Oh, remember Ricky Na- NASCAR out, NASCAR out, motherfucker. That's right. Classy. Exactly. Like Ricky Stratton and Silver Spoons <laughs> had the NASCAR bed. Yeah, exactly. Fuck old hot rod. Kira, what 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 are you? Shit. What are you going down in? Um, because this is eternal. A- I know this is eternal. And uh, ah, this is when tough. I'm, when I'm going down, oh, Buck's not what, done. What's that ACDC song? Yeah, I'm not done. <laughs> what's that ACDC song? I don't know. Can't yeah, we end on this either, guys? The hell? Okay, wait, wait. Highway to hell. Okay. So when I'm when the coffin's going down, highway to hell. I'm sorry, I had to get that out. How? I always wanted them to play uh, Yakety Sax, the Benny Hill theme song. Don't come back. <laughs> down. Nice. Yeah, and have, have, have my uh, casket lowered. So, Kira, what, what are you what are you going down in? Shit. Um. So, an shit. image oh. on a cup. I'm going down in shit. I don't know, like frosting. Maybe like cupcakes are okay. on there. Uh, we got some books on there. Maybe a large sprinkles box. Yeah, yeah. Like sprinkles. Sprinkles in Beverly Hills. This is terrible. I need more time to think about this. It's on your feet. If I had the schmaltziest, cheesiest coffin, what would be on it? 
Damn. Yeah, I think the sprinkles box is pretty good way to go. Maybe it's because I went to a fair today and I had a cupcake. I don't know. It's on the mind. <laughs> Were you in the OC fair? The OC no, fair? the Big Bear fair. Hmm. Really? Is that is that a gay <laughs> thing? <laughs> not, not even a, as lot big as a lot of Harleys there. A lot of Harleys. Really? Mm. Uh, uh, that, I would like to go to a bear festival of just like you know, like at Long Beach they had the the gay pride parade, mm. and the, the bears are always like you're saying bears and twinks. Yeah, I get you. There's a big sign that says "Don't feed the bears" outside <laughs> no, of this, not. and they have a rainbow flag, <laughs> but it's not a rainbow. It goes from mm. brown to to yellow, huh. because those are like bear like and has a big paw on it. Okay. And these guys, yeah, they all just, yeah, it's like 90 guys look like Bruce Valanche <laughs> getting down. How, yeah. how was that parade? Uh, it's good every year. It's always good. It's always a good time. Dike, dikes on bikes, mm-hmm. always good. And then my favorite is there's always the leather guys with the, the bullwhip. Yeah, yeah. I walked in the gay pride parade in Chicago right behind those guys. It was nice. great. I was with the uh, Planned Parenthood people. I'm oh, sorry. nice. Yeah. <laughs> right behind the ass chaps. It was great. Nice. Good two hours. That's worse than being the guy who follows the elephants with a pooper scooper. Oh, definitely worse. Because <laughs> <laughs> they were dancing. No. They oh. were dancing. And you get a sweat going. Oh, yeah. It was like 95 degrees. Like when I dance a lot, I get a froth <laughs> around the testicles. But if all I, right, moving on. <laughs> no, I am not moving. Oh, on. Oh, you're right. We all want to hear about this. If back that thing comes on the radio, just back away. Yeah, <laughs> back uh, that thing up. Just all right. Please next time do a podcast on testicle froth. Yes, okay. we will. Okay. Mm. I, we'll do thirty minutes. <laughs> no. Uh, this. Uh, for, I'm going to get into bat wings for a while. It's mm. going to be. All right. Uh, number three. Counting down and getting towards the end here, it says self-mummification. Mm. Uh, this makes fasting to death sound like a joke. Called, the, I can't pronounce that, uh, not only committed suicide, but they did it in a way that led to their mummification. Mm. The process was started with a diet of nuts and fruits. Possibly flakes, too. <laughs> there we go. Very apropos to the conversation before the show started. Um, elimination of body fat was achieved the first step. The second step involved bouts of vomiting. Loss of bodily fluids and poisoning of the body to deter maggot attack, accomplished by uh, consuming barks, root, and a poisonous tea for a thousand days. This is before they die. Man, what a shitty... Yeah. <laughs> no, thank you. Well, okay, that's the thing. Okay, think about it this way. It's kind of like, you know you're going to die anyway, right? So you're kind of into fuck it. You know what I'm... Like, towards the end, you're like, well, maybe I'm not going to buy green bananas. You know, you don't, you don't know your time, right? <laughs> right. And so think about it. If you really, you go, okay, at the end of this, I die, but I treat myself like shit for hours, you know, Hmm. days, years going into it. Like, you got to be a real dedicated monk, I I feel. I didn't know Buddhists were so nihilistic. Yeah. Yeah. I guess a suicide, you know, they're not going to bad reincarnation hell or whatever. But in my religion, you do some shit like that, you're going straight to Hades. You know what I'm saying? In Buckism? <laughs> cool, what's that? I grew up Catholic, man. You know what's up. Do I have to listen to ACDC to go there? <laughs> yes. You don't have to. You want to. Oh, do I? H-E yes. double hockey sticks. <laughs> not, not an ACDC fan? Sorry. Yeah. Mm. I know. That's sad. We can talk about other music later. Okay. Okay. Moving on. We just talk about <laughs> ACDC on this show. <laughs> I'm sorry. I dropped some bands earlier and just with Lead Balloon. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, number two. Fasting to death. Um, it's voluntary death by fasting. Uh, that's a shitty way to go. Uh, they do that in India. Um, okay, the, and, and for in, like political causes or whatever. And in uh, Oakland State Prisons, I think. Don't oh. they do, they're doing that up north. Some uh, prisoners are doing like a four hundred day uh, 
strike, yeah. I bet that was just so, for the Raiders until they get over 500. <laughs> That's what's going on. <laughs> yeah. Raider Nation. Oh, wait. By, by the way, uh, backing up. Hmm. I admire the Indian people uh, for many, many reasons. Uh, the best thing is, though, the way that they, they go out in style and usually like kind of like elephants or dogs. You were saying as your dog got ready to pass away recently, it was trying to take off. Yeah. It, it, it was trying to leave. Right. He was trying to leave the backyard and go die, go take a walk of death, essentially. Yeah. It was 15 years old and he actually ran away, so that means it was trying to go somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the Indian people, like, let's just say I was an Indian person right now and I'm in my house in beautiful Lakewood, California, Long Beach adjacent. Um, and <laughs> Gorgeous town. Yeah. Nice, nice trees, though, on the drive up, beautiful right? Beautiful trees. It's pretty. Beautiful trees. No crime here, by the way. <laughs> Cheap houses and no Hello to the lady next to me. Do you know where uh, Blank Street is? No. Don't know that. No. <laughs> cool. Well, guess I'll just find... That's not in Lakewood. Pretty sure it is. Yeah. I'll find it. Helpful strangers is what I'm saying. Yeah. Oh, very helpful. Helpful people. strangers. Uh, the nice thing is the Indian guy, like if I was Indian right now, I'd, I'd just walk right out to Bellflower Boulevard, lay down and die. Like they just sit and they go, I'm going to go walk over and I'm going to go lay down in the middle of the street. Like they don't do it in the house. Like they know, like I'm respectful. I'm about to peace out. I'm going to go take a walk. Do it elsewhere. And I'm going to go do death. I'm just going to lay down and give up the ghost. And I have on, I think this is the third time I brought this up on the show. No one has given me an answer yet. But there is a point when... You might have it, Kira, because it's the first time you've been on the show. Uh, this is, John Salwin couldn't fucking do it. Uh, Oscar couldn't do it. Like that guy. Uh, don't ask me for nothing. AJ Gordon. Buck's been blanking on me. I don't know what people do, because there's a moment where people give up and they let go and die. Mm-hmm. I am not currently holding on to anything that keeps me alive. Mm. Like, I'm assuming that when you get... I know this is a horrible... Yeah. Horrible... You are married now, right? analogy <laughs> horrible analogy but i i feel like maybe with this indian guy it's kind of like when you're really holding on to a deuce and then you you relax and you let it go i'm like i'm thinking like your your, your uh soul or spirit or life force or energy and you just lay down your bodily systems haven't given up yet so i think of course you can't like there's no on off switch i think if you're lying in a nobody does no because you can hold on i think you can be ready to like for example, my great-grandmother used to make me pray in bed with her for her to die that night wow. because she was ready to die. Pray with me, Kira. I'm done with this life. Wow. Pray to Jesus to take me. And I'd say, Grandma, I'm not going to do that. Right. I, don't, I don't want that to happen. And, you know, she wouldn't die right. because her system wasn't ready to let her go. No, it's because you prayed against her. <laughs> so that's also the power of you the countered it. six-year-old exactly. prayer. You countered it? Is you it like Street it. Fighter? <laughs> yeah, dude. Prayer's like, okay, prayer oh. is that way. Grandma's Fight. right here, she's right here, and they're fighting over Kira. God's going, winner. <laughs> Flawless victory. I win. Yeah. Kira threw down Alive a... Alive another day. <laughs> Kira threw down a wicked combo. <laughs> countered it. A, B, jump, something. Exactly. Yeah. You will wake up tomorrow. Anyway, I guess I don't know the answer to that either, so... There you go. Well, there you go. <laughs> finally. Finally. Number one, exposure. Zoroastrians, the first mono... By, by the way, Zoroastrians, the first monotheistic uh, religion, the first people to believe in one God. They uh, predated the Jews. Interesting. Anyway, 
Uh, Zoroastrians believe that after death, the body becomes host for corruption and defilement. Cremation or burial ruled out because they might end up polluting sacred elements like fire and death. That's a concern. Hmm. So they go for a ritual called exposure of the dead. The deceased body is taken up to a raised structure called the Tower of Silence. Badass. Yeah, exactly. I like to banish people to the Tower of Silence sometimes. That sounds awesome. Sometimes sounds British. Sometimes in my own home. Uh-oh. Uh, and they're left there to be devoured by vultures. Man, the vulture is big shit. Yeah. I w- when I was in uh, Costa Rica, we, s- we saw them. There was a turkey vulture that attacked our, uh, our tourist van. Jesus. Fuck yeah. Wait, what on the van did it attack? Todd. The windshield. <laughs> Yikes. That's a stupid Todd because he was on it. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. They wanted you. He's balded. You're about to be in Final Destination. <laughs> You've avoided. She made a final destination. <laughs> that is not the only movie I know. That's where the show ends. So <laughs> ranking on me for ACDC. That's final destination. I've only seen the front of me. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, I had a broad that made me watch that. A broad. Yeah, another phrase right broad. there. We're trying yeah. to bring it back. I, know. Did, I think we brought this up. This broad on a television right here. This broad. Van <laughs> <laughs> a white papa. Yeah, that broad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This, this, this broad in Laguna Hills, man. She made me watch that movie, and she made me watch uh, Titus twenty billion times. I wouldn't have done that. Boy. Almost <laughs> less entertaining than. Uh, oh, well, we're gonna end the show today. And, uh, oh, do you have a Twitter or like anything you want people to follow you on? I do, I do. I've got a Twitter. I'm new to it, but I like it a lot. All right. I get to read a lot of jokes at stoplights. That's my joy. Yeah. Um, it's twitter.com slash Kira Hesser. Slash Kira Hesser. K-I-R-A-H-E-S-S-E-R. That's the one, and I put on stuff about my shows coming up and all that on there. So. Very cool. Time.